Hello there and welcome to Planet Sport Football Africa, the show where we look at African football this week and for the next five weeks coming to you from the World Cup in Rio de Janeiro. I'm Steve Vickers, super excited to be in Brazil for the greatest football tournament in the world and the action is underway. And on the show today we assess the final preparations for the five African teams playing here in Brazil. And we take a walk along the Copacabana beach. Plus we spare a thought for those who are dreading the World Cup because they're not interested in football. Well that's all coming up, but what's all this noise here? Well I'm at a fan park on the Copacabana beach in Rio. People have been watching the opening game on a big screen as Brazil beat Croatia by three goals to one. That game played in Sao Paulo. Here in Rio, more than 20,000 fans assembled at the FIFA Fan Fest to watch on a giant screen. And the atmosphere has been absolutely terrific. With me from the team, uh, Tom Ellis and Andy Bloss. Gents, this has been an absolutely memorable evening. It really has. And as soon as Brazil got the equaliser and then when they went on and made it 2-1 and 3-1 it just built and built as the game went on and it's just been brilliant to see everyone jumping around now uh, waving their flags and screaming and yeah it's exactly what you want to see we're surrounded by so many people wearing the yellow brazil jerseys a few from other nations as well but uh, this has been quite a relief i think at the end of the day for brazil to get the points and Oh, most certainly. And let's not forget, as we arrived here at the beach, there was a lot of protests, a lot of police around. And even during the game, we had you know, protesters marching along the main road here on the Copacabana Beach, uh, you know, demonstrating their, their anger at the FIFA World Cup. So it's great to see everyone here partying. Fantastic. Yes, so it's a fabulous atmosphere indeed with Brazil off to a winning start. Now, five African teams are hoping to better the record of reaching the quarterfinals of the World Cup. That achieved by Cameroon, Senegal and Ghana. The continent's representatives this time around are Ghana, Nigeria, Cameroon, Ivory Coast and Algeria. And Planet Sport Football Africa's Solomon Ashams gives us this assessment of the final pre-tournament preparations for the five African teams. Ghana recently played a South Korea in a friendly game and part of their preparation and they won 4-0, believe it or not. 4-0 uh, is definitely a good result for Ghana with uh, Jordan Ayew getting a hat-trick and coming off the bench to do that, actually. Uh, so it's definitely a, a very great way to round up the preparation. And, and Ghana going into the World Cup, they will be so confident, especially in that group G where they are, where they have the United States and they're going to play their first game against the United States and they also have Germany and Portugal. It's a very, very difficult group to get out from. But with this 4-0 victory over uh, South Korea going into the World Cup, is definitely going to be a huge moral booster. Their coach actually appeared, was recently saying, look, 4-0 or not, for him, that is not really the thing, but it's more of looking at the team and, and learning and correcting certain mistakes. And I'm sure they're going to go into the World Cup really with their morale so high. Uh, but another good news for them is the injury to Majid Waris, uh, who faces a race against time to be fit for the World Cup. Cameroon, before they left home, had a lot of dispute over bonus payments that delayed their journey for, for almost a day. But I'm glad they've sorted that out. And Not so good news for Nigeria. Nigerian player, but on the flip side, a good news for another Nigerian player that is the injury to Alderson Echiejeli, uh, who is out on injury. He plays for AS Monaco in France and he's a regular uh, left fullback for Nigeria, but he got a muscle injury and the 26 year old uh, 
you know, he limped out when Nigeria drew nil-nil with Greece recently. And after uh, some sort of eye diagnosis, and they found out he was a muzzle tear, which is expected to keep him out for uh, for a couple of weeks, maybe two, three weeks, which obviously ruled him out of uh, coach Stephen Keshi's plan for uh, for his game. So, because coach Stephen Keshi has in place of Alderson called Inugu Rangers winger Ejike Uzioyi, who has really been playing so well and also more like an attacking left back. And he recently signed for Mami Lodi Sundowns in South Africa. So this is going to be his opportunity to really go out there and really uh, show what he is really all about as Nigeria faced uh, Iran in the first game, then Bosnia and then Argentina. Thanks to Solomon Ashams there. This is Planet Sport Football Africa coming to you from the World Cup in Brazil. I'm Steve Vickers on the world-famous Copacabana Beach in Rio de Janeiro. Been watching the opening game of the 2014 FIFA World Cup. It has been simply memorable. Thousands and thousands of Brazil fans in their yellow shirts partying on after beating Croatia in the opening game to our Facebook page now and last week we asked for your predictions who you think will win the World Cup well Prince Turai goes for Ivory Coast he says that in each age in life there's one dream coming to an end and another that's giving birth and I believe this World Cup is for the Ivorians says Prince Turai Adam Abaji says it's going to be England or one of the African teams and Bobo Senghore says it's Africa's time And I think Ivory Coast will make history by winning it. Well, I hope you're right, guys. Uh, This week, keep in touch with us on our Facebook page. We'll be posting as the African teams play game by game so you can give us your reaction as they play their first games of the tournament. The Facebook page, Planet Sport Football Africa, and that is all one word, Planet Sport Football Africa. So Planet Sport Football Africa comes to you from the World Cup in Brazil for the next five weeks. We're based in Rio. Today's show coming to you from the Copacabana Beach. And uh, my colleagues uh, Tom Ellis and Andy Bloss have been along the beach sampling its delights. And they give us this story. We're here on Copacabana Beach. Uh, We were welcomed to the sounds of samba. And you've got the sea and the sand and the sun shining down on our backs. And then you really get a sense that it's a really important place to the Carioca, to the people of Rio de Janeiro. Um, it's a place where they can come and everyone's equal. It's their playground. Uh, it doesn't matter whether you're rich or you're poor. People walking around in their bikinis and swimsuits all around us now. And um, yeah, you just get a place. It's a, a place of fun, a place of relaxation where everyone can enjoy themselves. I have to admit, it's been absolutely, absolutely fantastic to see the vibe of this beach. You know, there's a lot said about Rio in terms of perhaps the violence, perhaps a lot of the downsides of it, the, the, the poverty gap. But here, there, there's no sense of that whatsoever. There's, there's a tranquility about it, there's a peace about it. Um, and as Tom said, there's a real kind of togetherness about this place. You really do get an idea of, of what you know, Rio is about from this place. <laughs> We've just been speaking to some people at the side of the beach to find out exactly what this place, what Copacabana Beach, means to them. The beach is good because in Rio, everybody goes to the beach, like a, use like a park, and you can play, you can swim, you can talk with people, meet people, and because of that, uh, every Carioca loves the beach. People came here and... 
they like to come here in the weekend and maybe in the normal days they run here they do a lot of things yoga and and some activities the people swim here it, i don't know it's everything for the people here It's what you dream of when you think of uh, Rio, of Rio de Janeiro. You've got the backdrop with the mountains, the Christ, the Redeemer, looking down on you. Traders selling stuff, trying to sell stuff to you, Brazilian flags and little shops along the road at the side and the waves rolling in. It's a place which really sums up Rio de Janeiro. It's a, it's a postcard picture. It really is. And again, you know, you've got Sugarloaf Mountain in the, in, in the background. And it's on a day like today where it's clear blue sky. You can see beyond, you can see kind of the tankers out, out, out in the bay. You can see kind of a couple of the islands off, off Rio. And as, as you said, it's an absolute postcard picture. Um, it's a media dream, really. I mean, for us, it's fantastic because, you know, it's almost like a, a perfect setting for what is going to be, you know, a fantastic tournament. Absolutely, and uh, I think there's only one thing less left for us to do, Andy, and I think we need to find find a game of beach soccer and get involved. What do you think? Oh, yes, lots of opportunities for beach football here for sure. A feature from Tom Ellis and Andy Blast on the Copacabana Beach, where I am right now as well. Wish you were here. It is an absolute party mood as Brazil have won their opening game. So the World Cup is underway with a total of 64 games taking place over 31 days. But we know that not everyone is excited about the World Cup. And in fact, some people are dreading it as they dislike football with a passion. There's a term, football widows, referring to wives who feel abandoned by their husbands who get glued to the TV when big sporting events are on. Well, before I left Zimbabwe for the World Cup here in Brazil, I put together this look at this other side of the World Cup. It does amaze me how the whole world can be so captivated over just you know a series of matches. But I suppose it has its uh, allure, and that's why people follow it. But yeah, for the rest of us, it can get a bit tedious. Itai Takaendesa, or Ayati, is a radio presenter on Zimbabwe Star FM, and she's well known as one who's not mad about sport at all. She thinks that the World Cup obsession that many have is plainly antisocial, as many people will disappear into a month of football. Yeah, we will be missing our friends and family that get totally engrossed in this whole World Cup uh, phenomenon. It becomes uh, quite difficult to find an alternative, to find other things that can, you know, occupy you and interest you and things that you can talk about. So you think you might be surrounded by football-mad people for the next few weeks? Um, yes, definitely. I look, I may choose to shut myself up in my flat, but all around me, <laughs> it doesn't help that I live in, in that area where they've got sports bars and, and such places. You know, even if you're not close to a sports bar, in the next flat, you'll be hearing the cheers. Every time someone scores, you hear the cheers. So you can actually quite follow soccer from a distance, <laughs> whether you like it or not. I would try and bury my head in a book, but... I'll still follow through the noises of the neighborhood. It's, it's mind-boggling, really, how, how people get so engrossed into it and how people become, you know, when people support a team, how they speak as part of the team, as if they're actually part of the 11 on the field. It's, it's amazing. I just don't know how people get to those levels. OK, so maybe some of us are a bit strange then. 
Musician Tariro Negitari is another who doesn't care for the World Cup at all, but she is likely to end up watching the final. Well, it's great that there's all the hype and everything, but I'm clueless about soccer and I have no interest at all. But yeah, I guess those that love it will enjoy it. <laughs> Do you know the offside rule? I think you need to educate me. <laughs> it's just a couple of men running around chasing a ball. And... So picture yourself uh, 9pm Zimbabwe time on Sunday the 13th of July, the World Cup final will be getting underway. Do you see yourself in front of a TV watching the game or maybe you'll be playing your guitar somewhere else? I think I'll probably be playing just before that. Um, hopefully where people are gathered to watch the game and I'll be just serenading them until the game starts. But watching it, hey, if, if there's good company, we might as well. But it's not my priority. <laughs> now, in relationships, there's no doubt it can be quite an issue where one partner is football mad and the other isn't. Lindiwe Hove is a marriage counsellor at the Harare Christian Counselling Centre and she's expecting a busy few weeks at work. It's a time that a lot of people, partners, sometimes it's not even the, the, the males, it's the females as well who are football crazy. And so they need somebody to talk to and I find then I'm busy trying to counsel these people who are now lonely because although they're married, they almost are semi-divorced during the World Cup. That's <laughs> uh, what we call football widows, yeah? Exactly, <laughs> for sure. And they do feel that way. So what's your advice in this situation? Should uh, the partner who doesn't like football put on the jersey of the, of the other partner's favourite team and watch with them? Should the football-crazy partner tone it down a bit? I think both ways. There, there's got to be give and take, you know, on both sides. Well, I put together that story in Zimbabwe before coming here to the World Cup. And so maybe those of us who are looking forward to the tournament, so let's remember to be good to those who can't bear the thought of a month filled with football. And if it's not your thing, maybe just think of joining us for the final, at least, on the 13th of July. Well, it's so exciting to be here at the World Cup. For those of us who love football, should be in for a tremendous month. We'll keep you in touch here on Planet Sport Football Africa. Don't forget to give us your reaction as the African teams play their first games of the tournament on our Facebook page. That's Planet Sport Football Africa, all one word. We're back next week and you can find the show online at planetsport.tv and Planet Sport Football Africa is a 2K Plus international sports media production and today's show came to you from the Copacabana Beach in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil.